What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, delicious, delightful, and OMG so potent world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark, your host, and I also have the Totally honor and pleasure of being a producer here on the Inspired Choices Network. That's our home platform. That's where you might be listening through. And um, you might also be listening through one of our many partner platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker. Um, you might be finding us on YouTube, uh, wherever, however, and whenever you are finding us. Thank you for searching and for landing here for a little bit. If it's your first time to play with me particularly, I'm so grateful you stopped by. <laughs> and a little bit about me, I am a soul and body intuitive and coach. Uh, I work with all things embodiment. I love the field of vibrational alchemy, and it is my absolute privilege and pleasure to work with people to empower the empaths, to inspire intuitives, and to help creatives catalyze their capacities to create something even more amazing than they even imagined was possible. And I am loving getting to play in that every day. And on this show, what we play with, what we tap into, and what we explore is all of the things that would allow us and empower us and uh, support us into having the joy of lining up with our essence and living it every day. And that's kind of, that's my thing. I like to bring things into uh, doable steps, uh, things that are applicable, applicable. Like I love the practical application of whatever it is we're working with. And the biggest thing I see a lot of people struggle with in a, in a very general sense, we could put a lot of things under this umbrella, but one of the biggest things I see a lot of us struggle with is how do we have that soul essence inspiration and that connection to that greaterness, the infiniteness of us, and actually live it in this conventional reality. That, for a lot of us, is a bit of a, you know, feeling like we're banging our head on a wall. <laughs> so, so that's where I come in. And so if the way we play here on the show uh, is anything that interests you, just know that you can play way, war way more with me uh, privately. I'm also playing in group sessions. I'm also playing with other creations to just invite people to, to play even more. Um, and I use the word play quite a bit because even if, we're, even if we're working on something, for me, it's like why wouldn't we be playing? Why wouldn't we turn it into something that we can play with? Because so much more can be creative, created, and we can be so much more creative when we're willing to actually let that play come out. And it doesn't always mean that it's, it might not look like we're having a total blast doing it, but I still refer to it as play. 
Um, because I just, I love the energy of that word. That's one of my words that I like to, to work with, play with, so to speak. Um, and if you have played with me and this show and this network before and you are back for more, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And holy moly, we have had an incredible live show day. We, um, we air live shows on Monday, Wednesday, Friday of each week. And today we kicked it off with an amazing water cooler conversation. Holy moly, Rhonda Burns and the amazing Dr. Andy Harper. Just kind of chit-chatting on some of the, what they're going through, what they're experiencing and what they're noticing and how they're using what tools they use as some go-tos. And then we had Dr. Helen Gitlevich and her lovely guest, Rachel Silver, talking about um, creating <laughs> rather than reacting. And oh my goodness, I got to uh, I got to sit in on the conversation that happens, the live conversation that happens previous with Rhonda Burns on Rendezvous with Rhonda and her guest today, Anna Hernandez. And oh my goodness, uh, I loving, loving, loving the straight talk, the real talk, the total presence and the total potency that these two women brought to their conversation today. You definitely need to check that one out. And now the baton passes to me. How did I get so lucky for the live show lineup? And where are we going today, my friends? You know, when this topic landed in my world, I just busted out laughing because if you've been with my shows any length of time, you probably noticed I have sort of those, you know, I don't know, some people might call them fluffy titles. Some people might call them elegant titles. I don't know. I, 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 I love to play with words, just in case you haven't noticed that yet. And so I usually go for those like uplifting, inspirational kind of titles. And when today's landed, it was a little more um, in your face, you could say, but I'll let you see how it lands for you. So today's topic is shining your light in the middle of a shit show. <laughs> and I, I'm going to warn you, I don't know how many times I can say the word shit show and not crack up laughing because for me right now, that is hilarious. I am in a place that I'm just able to like it the way it lands for me, it makes me laugh. And I am actually quite grateful for that. And I'm very much aware. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I said a name wrong. It's Anna Hernando. Anna Hernando, not Hernandez. Anna, my sincere apologies. That was uh, Rhonda's guest today. It's <laughs> a little quick, little quick sidestep there. And so today's title just when it showed up to me and it and you know cuz i i practice what i teach i play with the energy of my show my show has very much its own consciousness its own uh, preferences and i love to dance with my show as a partner and so when i was just playing with okay what's up what's relevant what can we speak to what wants to be spoken to what wants to be acknowledged and you know i had some i had written down a few options of some words I was getting and I was like do we want to play with this do we want to play with this and I got so very clearly and very strongly <laughs> shining your light in the middle of a shit show <laughs> so I guess uh, it's a possibility that there might be a few of us around the world uh, for whom this conversation desired to pop. So <clears throat> welcome to the show, folks. <laughs> um, I I can I kind of get that sense that uh, there's probably more of us who can relate to this than, than what even I was willing to acknowledge. So I'm just going to expand my acknowledgement of all of this and how much, like what can we, 
like, what is a shit show? What this, whatever it is about a shit show that's desiring to be um, transformed, transmuted, uh, acknowledged, appreciated. Let's just play. Let's just play with that today. So yes, you can shine your light right smack dab in the middle of a shit show. <laughs> If you have been wondering whether you need to have permission or if it's even allowed, which, of course, you know it is, um, to dare to shine your light in the middle of a shit show that might be going on around you right now, we are here to tell you, that's me and my crew, some of them are invisible, others are not so invisible, absolutely in all capital letters, yes, and what if that is actually a vital component of what is required in order for change to occur. So my darlings, if you have been holding yourself back, trying to be nice and not be yourself, not be too bright, not shine your light too bright or be too loud, this might just be the conversation to help you shift that perspective and shatter those limitations because you know I love to do that. And if you don't know that, well, now you've been informed <laughs> or maybe warned, whichever the case may be. It is time to show up and shine, beauty. So let's do this. Um, so we're just going to dive right in. I, of course, love to play with etymology. And so, you know, one of the places I love to go, if you know anything about me, is the online etymology dictionary. So, of course, that's what I did, and I looked up shit. <laughs> and I'm not saying that in a general context. I'm actually saying I looked up the word shit. So it can be used as a verb and as a noun. You probably knew that. And <laughs> so I'm not going to read them out to you because they actually, the, the information, there's quite a bit of information on each um, aspect of it. And I thought this was interesting because this piece I did not know. Shit as a verb in the context of a verb, uh, it actually means to cut or split or separate or to shear, as in removing it from a body. Isn't that interesting? So I was just kind of fascinated by that. It's like so simple. And yet there's so much charge around that word for a lot of this. <laughs> so I was like, huh, okay. Um there's some other information about different ways that this uh, different vernacular um, that that the word was a part of, and I don't. It didn't feel really exactly like it had to be talked about in this show. So that particular point I just found in, intriguing, and then of course um, as a noun, let's go to the noun. Where's our noun? Uh, you you probably could guess this <laughs> that. As a noun, it is actually referring to dung. It is referring to excrement. Um, it also might be referring to a purging. So, you know, uh, for most of us, we could we could probably guess. It's that stuff you try not to touch or step in or walk on. <laughs> and every body on the planet, as in every literal body on the planet, does this in some way. Okay? So... Sometimes it's really visible, and other times it might not be, depending on what that is. Like, you know, you probably don't see the shit from bed bugs <laughs> or bacteria, but they make it. So, hey, <laughs> it's something that unites us all if you want to look at it that way. Um, you don't have to, but it's just an option. So, 
So when we're talking about a shit show, that's usually a, a term that has come to mean, you know, when things are going insane, when things are falling to pieces, when things are going in the way that you really would not like them to go, in a way that is not enjoyable, that not, we're not having fun with it. And so that's what has come to be referred to as a shit show. So <laughs> I still can't say that word without wanting to laugh. <clears throat> so... What is this thing about shining your light in the middle of a shit show? <laughs> now, I'm just tapping into the energy, and I I get a very strong sense that a lot of us could probably relate to this uh, as being a part of, if not a good chunk of our childhood experiences, <clears throat> you know, because some of us incarned into very interesting families that were doing some very interesting things that probably were multiple versions of what we could call a shit show. And oh, how many of you, how many of us were in those kinds of situations where you just wanted to help people laugh, feel better. You just wanted to have some happiness. You would walk into the room and, you know, share something organically or spontaneously, and it might not have always been received very well or very nicely or with very much kindness, if any kindness at all. And so, firstly, that feels like it wants to be acknowledged and addressed in the sense of, well, one, yes, acknowledging it. So did you have that experience? Did it feel like you were trying to shine your light in the middle of a shit show? Was it heavy? Was it uncomfortable? Was it painful? That intensity is usually not a fun place for us to be. And if that was your experience, and and all of the collective memory, the collective consciousness awareness you might also have about what that felt like, about what that was like, that seems more familiar for you than the actual shining your light part. <laughs> Everywhere the shit show is more familiar and, and feels more like reality and feels more like what you're supposed to be dealing with. Would you be willing to shift your perspective of that and just have your awareness of, oh, whoa, my family was choosing shit show. What an interesting choice. <laughs> it might not have been fun. Uh, it might have sucked a lot. It might have been absolute horror in some respects and where are you now and what what are you capable of and what are you willing to have your awareness of now about you and about your light your light now it's interesting because this shine your light is a very popular uh, phrase i think we could probably call it a platitude Shine your light. Shine your light. Just show up and shine. We have all these beautiful phrases and um, inspirational sayings around that. And they're all applicable. They're all valid and valuable. And when we're coming at it from something that you're supposed to do, none of them are fun. Oh, I have to shine my light. How the flip do I shine my light? What the heck is shining my light? What is my light? I, don't ha I have no light. What's light, right? Been there, played in that in that mud puddle. Um, so this thing about light, it's kind of fascinating to me. Um, 
I, I get that a lot of us want to, like our default thinking with that is a, a physical thing. Like when you go into a room and you turn a light on, it's like something you can see. The slightly tricky bit about this light stuff <laughs> is that it's not, it's not just this thing that you have to see. It doesn't have to be visible. So that's the first place I kind of want to take us to or invite us to, to play here is that what is your light? And and we can do a double play on the word light. We can look at a, a visual context. We can also look at a sensory context. We can look at your light could be the lightness, what lights you up, what turns you on. Now, this is where it can get, I think, a little muddled up is anything this is just uh, this is me playing with some ways to say this anything that allows you to have that sensing and that sensory perception of lightening of the energy becoming lighter however you perceive that with your body and your your being anything that that is for you is something that you can tap into at any time to we could say it to turn on your light or to remember your light or to bring the light forward or to activate your light I, I'm going to say that our lights cannot be extinguished. I, you know, from my life experience, we can feel broken. <laughs> we can feel broken as fuck sometimes. And, and that's, that intensity is on purpose. I'm, I'm purposely using that intensity. And even in those moments, the light isn't actually gone. And and from a literal physical context, here's here's how that lands for me. A, you still have a heartbeat, you still have a pulse, and B, even if you don't have a pulse, you still have a consciousness. There's still there's still a you that is here somewhere, whether that's in the physical or the non-physical aspect, there is the you that can't be extinguished. Now, that could take us to a much broader conversation, and that that might be where we go. I'm not sure, because it feels like we're at that point where we might want to take a collective breath. Um, I get that this brings up a lot, especially in light of, and I use that word on purpose too, everything that's going on in our collective experience right now around the world. Um, and that's this is what I want to really dive into is when it feels like it has turned into a shit show. How do we, how do we remember, oh, my light isn't extinguished. No matter what the what is looks like, the light, because it's not purely a physical thing, the light is still here. So let's get to that when we come back. This is where I want to take us next. So 
Oh, goodness gracious. Yes, we are here today on Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark. I am so grateful for your willingness to bring your light and your consciousness to this conversation. And please know that whenever and however you are being a part of this conversation, that you, one, are a part of this conversation, and you are a contribution to this conversation, no matter what it, no matter what you might think. Um, so I thank you for that. And let's take a breath. Let's take a collective breath and a respective breath and let our light show us something maybe over this next couple of minutes. We're going to take a quick break here. We are on the Inspired Choices Network and we will be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. And welcome back and forward to the next segment of Alighting Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. We're having some interesting experiences with some technology today. How's it giving awesomer? <clears throat> so, <laughs> it's so funny. The, the joys of live airing shows, this is, is, is a very different experience. So if you ever want to play, you could come on and join us in the chat room while we're airing live, and you can just come over to the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com and uh, look for the word chat room in the blue bar near the top of the screen. Click on that, enter your name as the username, and pop on in, and you can play with us behind the scenes and see some of our our conversations that take place um, <clears throat> within and, and around the conversations that we're having on air. So it's a lot of fun. And I love when people come to play that way, too. And if you want to bring a question live on the show, you're welcome to do it. You can enter it in the chat room. You can call in and come on the show live and share your question. And you can always email me your question or message me your question, uh, Keisha at 
keishaclark.live. That is also on this podcast page. So, whew, where are we playing today with uh, shining your light in the middle of a shit show? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might be looking around and wondering what WTF is going on. <laughs> WTF, all caps, exclamation points and question marks. What is going on? And look at that, lovely people coming into the chat room. How did I get so lucky? Oh, my gosh. Um, thank you, beauties. It's so good to see you. <laughs> um, so how the heck did we end up here is a question a lot of people are using. Now, I'm going to tell you, folks, you might want to pick a different question. <laughs> because when you ask how did this happen, where your focus goes is to how it happened. So the universe is going to bring you more of how it happened. It's not going to show you, here's what you need to do to move through it, until and unless you start asking for that. So just a little refresher, a little reminder, the nature of energy is that it responds. <laughs> sometimes that's really awesome, and sometimes uh, it lands us on our backside, right? And we can still engage it. We can still play. There's that word again. We can still choose to play with it. I invite you to keep playing with it. I invite you to, even if you are so angry you cannot see straight, ask a question. Even if, if it's through gritted teeth, <laughs> I will suggest that you ask a question and, and flex that muscle, tune that muscle, tone that muscle, because it is a muscle. Our choice muscle is one of our most valuable muscles and it's also one of our most critical muscles. And for a lot of people, that muscle is atrophied, like beyond recognition. So this might be a great time to start flexing and tuning up your choice muscle. And this is part of the shining the light piece. It's a choice to actually connect with your light. It's a choice to actually remember your light. It's a choice to even connect with the possibility that you are light. And yet, here's the cool thing. The fact that you are animating a body right now, do you have any idea or have you acknowledged this lately that in order to do that, in order for the energy of you to animate a body, do you know how much literal power that is? Like we're talking BTUs, guys. Your spirit, your being Partnering with your body, the fact that you can move your fingers, your arms, wiggle your nose, the fact that you have a pulse, that requires power. That requires an energetic current through your body. What does current do? Current charges material. Right? So in that physical sense, if we want to look there first, you are light. The way that transmits and trans translates is light. It shows up as light. Have you ever had an aura picture? The electro, the, uh, I'm not going to say, I may not say the right word, electrical or electromagnetic energy around you. It has to do with the energy of you, okay? It's not a conversation about like the accuracy of anything. It's really a conversation about the fact that 
there is a camera that was created that can actually show the energy around you, the activity around you. And what does it show up as? It shows up as colors for most people. So hello, you have light. You are light. You are energy in motion. I love the Rumi expression. We are the universe in ecstatic motion. And one of my first few shows of Aligning Divine, that's one of the things we talked about. The universe expressing in, as, to, and through us. So there is light. That is an inescapable truth, I guess you could say. Just an inescapable part of our being here. Now, are you obligated to shine it? No. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) and what I find is that life just gets a whole lot more interesting and funner and more magical and more amazing and more powerful when we're willing to shine it. Now, does that mean that you have to turn on like a singular beam of light? Not really. Can you laser focus your light? Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't believe me? Go up against any mama whose babies have been threatened. She will laser focus her light on you and cut you into pieces in no time, right? So you can test that theory if you really want to, or you can just, you know, tap into the to the accuracy of what I'm sharing with you there. It's up to you. And that brings us back to it's all around choice. It's all about choice. So the choice to connect with, to know, to remember, to have your awareness of your light and that you are light. That's the first piece. Now, you might be you might be feeling that sense of, okay, so how do we do that when everything's falling apart? Well, okay, first I'm going to ask you, is everything falling apart? And if you get a yes, the next question is, is that what is required in this moment? If you look at the word shit as a verb, because we're talking about shit show, the word shit as a verb, if we look at the etymology, and I thought this was really like ironic and crazy and awesome at the same time, the verb context is about separating, cutting, shearing, separating. And What do we know about when we're willing to take something apart if it's not working? What happens when we're willing to take it apart? In most cases, my experience has been, we learn something totally new. Our awareness is brought to something completely new. We're able to see it in a completely different way. Yeah? Now, yes, sometimes we take things apart, we make a mess. And is that a bad thing, necessarily? Like, is that really an awful thing, that things might be coming apart? And, you know, the the phrase we talk about, separating the wheat from the chaff. Sometimes there are very intense and very necessary experiences of the parts moving away from each other, the parts coming apart. 
And sometimes that is required. And when the things are coming apart, does that mean you have to fall apart? It might feel like you're falling apart. And what if it's those unnecessary pieces of your stories that are falling away? And what if that is a way that you get to actually have more of your light and be more of the lightness and get to the lightness of you? Even in a shit show, even in the middle of war, even in the middle of tyranny, even in the middle of violence, even in the middle of panic. Because here's an interesting thing. Now, this is from where I'm sitting. So I'm not asking you to just, you know, go along with me. I, I want to share this with you from some of my powerful experiences as, <laughs> as well as from just the benefit of some of the work I, I have had the joy of getting to do. The thing is, when we're in those super intense moments, oh, wow, when we are in those super intense moments, the panic, the, the war, the dispute, battles, revolutions, rebellions, um, those are, how do I say this? I, I'm trying to find some human words. Mm, those moments of intensity are actually a part of our, it's a part of our temp, being tempered, not because something outside of us has decided we have to be tempered. It's a part of the universe responding to a, a, an asking of magnitude. It's also a part of our shifting into a greater sensing and knowing of us. And yes, falling apart and rebuilding simultaneously. I love the word simultaneity. Thank you for bringing that up, Clarissa. I love that we get to do all of it at the same time if we're willing to. We don't have to go through steps, as it were, right? So things don't have to fall apart and then we rebuild. Although in the physical world, that is most often how we see it done. Because by the time it gets to this three-dimensional aspect, yes, there are literally steps in the physical sense we have to take. It, well, we don't have to. It just usually works out a little better that way, right? And in that moment that we see things coming apart, when we're able to be in that space of allowing ourselves to to connect with our awareness that, ah, this is what it looks like and here's what I can actually know that is going on. That's powerful, my friends. So when you're watching the news, as, as the time of this, at the time of our live airing, we are in the collective and respective experience all around the world of a, a virus that is presenting as very scary to a lot of people. And a lot of choices have been made uh, in in just about every country around the world uh, by those governing bodies to do what they deem appropriate action <laughs> with regard to this virus. Some of us are watching this and going, huh, that's an interesting choice. 
Some of us are watching this and going into fear. Some people are watching it and going into panic. And thus the shit show began, if you want to call it that. Things began to fall apart as we knew them. Now, I actually kind of like the word unpredictable. I see a lot of, you know, one of the big headlines, in these uncertain times. Well, for me, when is anything certain? I mean, yes, there are certain predictabilities. There are some certainties in life. But life in general is not one of them. Now, you might have had a different experience, but I know for me, very few things were certain in my life. So I believe it was Dr. Andy Harper on one of her shows a couple of weeks ago where she first pointed this out, and I was like, oh, my God, that's totally applicable. Yes. She said, what if it's not about uncertainty? What if it's about unpredictability? And we hate things being unpredictable, right? We think we need to be able to predict what's going to happen. But guess what? Guess what? Does it, that isn't the point. <laughs> if certainty and predictability were the point of us coming here, what would be the point? That's called role-playing. That's called, <laughs> that's a game we play or that's a little dance we do that we've already done that we know how it's going to go. And yes, we could have that conversation about, you know, well, technically no two things are the same ever, and they're not. However, if you've gotten used to predictability and, and what you call certainty, I would imagine your world is being completely rocked right about now. And what if that's an invitation? Even if there is the intensity of people around you having the experience of contracting this virus or something else. Could be the virus, could be the virus of insanity, could be the virus of panic. The virus can show up in many forms. Yeah, what about that? And what does your light have to do with it? Let's talk about that. So light does what? Think about the sun. Now, that is an example of a physical thing we can actually see, and we can experience it, right? Think about the sun. The ultraviolet rays of the sun, They have a, it has a pretty broad-spectrum uh, knockout rate, <laughs> my, my words. Like, if you hang your laundry on the line, the UV rays, part of the, part of the benefit of that is the UV rays help remove a lot of the bacteria, the UV rays will actually change the molecules, change the energy. So in, in that sense, light, this is why we, we want to, you know, the, the thing about full spectrum light being beneficial, that's part of it. <clears throat> so our light, if you look at solar panels, the light can be received and turned into something that can then be its, its generative power, right? Do you think our light is really that different? And if you do, would you be willing to shift that perspective just a little bit? Would you be willing to know your light? Would you be willing to actually experience your light and experience the lightness of that for you? And where do we allow that in? Well, for most of us, it's 
it's getting to that space, first of all, to be willing. And then it's getting out of our head, getting out of the stories, really. Okay? Because it's not that your mind gets in the way unless you told it to. So I'm not going to make our mind the bad guy here because it's absolutely not the bad guy. But the stories, the habits that we have, that's typically what keeps our light dimmed. So how do we shift that? I'm so happy you asked that question. (laughs) I have some things to share with you, and I have some invitations for you to play with. So we're at uh, a little point where I think another breath might be uh, appropriate, another few deep breaths. So let's do that. You are listening to Aligning Divine. I'm Keisha Clark. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network and on whatever platform you're getting to play with us through, for which we are incredibly grateful. And if you want to grab a a drink, if you want to do some jumping jacks, (laughs) if you want to play with some laughter yoga while we have this break, I invite you to do whatever it takes to start letting that light bubble for you. And let's see where we can take this light. Um, Even in the middle of this shit show we might be having. (laughs) We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward to our last segment for today's show of Aligning Divine. And we're talking about shining your light in the middle of a shit show. (laughs) I love that for some reason. I don't need a reason, really. I just am enjoying the heck out of this, being able to say it. So what if you first just stood up in your space, wherever you are, <laughs> which is most likely in in your personal space. So what if you just stood up or walked outside even and said, "I'm in the middle of a shit show and I can still shine my light." <laughs> Holy moly, who knew? <laughs> oh my goodness. So, and if shit show, if you don't laugh at it like I do, that's okay. And if you're thinking I'm really strange because I can laugh at it, well, when you're on the in the place that you can laugh at it, then, you know, you'll you'll you might have the experience of going, oh, yes, it could be fun. And if it's not in a space of fun for you, if it's not in a space of lightness for you, that's okay. And that's the first piece for this process. When we were right before the break, we were looking at, so how do I 
how do I even get to my light? <laughs> um, and especially for a lot of the amazing people who are putting up with a lot of the shit right now. I'm just going to call you angels on the planet. The people who are working in the what we are calling the essential lines of work, whether that's um, the grocery stores, whether that's the medical, the hospitals, whether that's the clinics, um, the nurseries, the uh, anywhere that you are having to be on what we would refer to as the front lines of this adventure. Thank you. And I can only imagine that for you, for many of you, it is likely to be really challenging. So this is this topic today in part is is for you. And even when it feels like you are under a mountain of shit, you're not extinguished. I desire for you to be able to know that. That's the first piece, really, and the critical piece is that you know that. Because when you know it and when you're willing to know it, your willingness to know it is what opens the door for the universe to send those reminders to you. Now, the universe is always offering them. It's whether or not they can land in our universe, right? It's whether or not they can actually land in our in our field. So being the fertile soil, metaphorically speaking, for those rem reminders from the universe that you are light, that your light is still here, it is unextinguishable, and it will never go away, that's the first thing. So your willingness to know it will allow your universe to receive those reminders from source. Okay, so be willing to let source speak to you. Be willing to let let those indicators come into your world, into your knowing, into your awareness. And when they do, receive them, grab onto them. It doesn't mean you have to like keep them clutched in your in your hands. It's not so much a physical thing. It's allow that energy to source you. That's part of what gets the shining. That's what keeps that light activating. So let's look at light. Light is an activator. That's part of what we were looking at before the break. Light is an activator. What does light do? Oh my gosh, what does light not do? Light, if you want to look at it as a physical, in the physical sense, it lights up our world, literally and figuratively. Light also invites the plants to spring from the from the earth. It invites the leaves to burst open. It invites the water to transform. It invites all of the materials everywhere to shift. And we're talking energetically, guys. It energetically changes the, the vibration. Everything is occurring in response to the light. And when the light is not as present, that is also valuable because sometimes things need to germinate. Sometimes things need to go dark for a temporary time. But that doesn't mean the light is gone. So, shining our light in the middle of a shit show, it does not have to be an insurmountable task. It gets to be choice. And that choice can be supported for you. 
with your willingness to just allow people to be in their experience and be willing to still know who the heck you are. So if you are looking around and trying to make yourself be a person related to what you're seeing going on, you are taking yourself down a really crazy path. That is not a way for you to have a sense of how to respond to what is going on around you. Okay. Now, for a lot of people who we would call empaths, intuitives, creatives, that can be a really tough place. I get it. I get it. And this is part of the what is required. The what is required is that you get to know you in a way that allows you to have your awareness of you in any situation. So what are the touchstones for you? What are the physical and, and energetic touchstones that you can actually start adding in your environment that would support you and facilitate you and help you remember and help you connect to you in those moments of the intensity, in those moments when you're so aware that there's so many things falling apart around you and that would also allow you to be aware that that is not necessarily you falling apart. It's just the changing of the conditions. Do you get that? So what if shit shows are all about change? And what if change is even possible through and beyond a shit show? I mean, if you never, if you never, <laughs> this sounds so weird. <laughs> if, if you never did the shitting, what would your body be right now? Really unhappy, right? It's a toxicity when we hold on to it. So the letting go of it is really required. It can become very toxic. And what if, you know, if we want to play with a, oh, what is that called? Anachronism? I think it's an anachronism. Um, <clears throat> if you want to play with the word shit, you know, you don't have to sit in the heavy intensity of the toxicity. You can choose that. You don't have to. You're not required to. You're not obligated to it. Once it's gone, you can move on. So what about all of the importance and all of the intensity and all of the heaviness of, of if you're around people who are dealing with uh, the physical conditions of having a vi the virus, or if you're around people who are having to deal with that, what do you do? You know what? I'm going to say this with tough love. And what I'm saying to you is, what I offer you and what I invite you to is, you still fucking shine. That doesn't necessarily mean you turn into the sun, but you go within you and you connect with the awareness of who you are and you meet them where they are and honor what is going on for them that that allows you to be present and still be you and let them have their experience we're all having this experience in the way we are willing to have it that's not a bad thing that is a 
collective learning process on a global scale. That's huge, guys. That is huge. And thankfully, we have technology that we can actually use to support ourselves and grow and continue to learn and connect and expand and share the light and be in the lightness. So the light is following the energy. The light is that part of you that is undeniable. The light is all that you are. We come from source. The light being that we are. What if we brought more of it into this every day? Living it every day, that's what we play with here. Having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. What if this is part of every day of living your essence? And no matter what it looks like, not ever does it have to mean that you can't be the light or that you are not the light or that you cannot share your light. You don't have to sign. It's not about shining like the sun. Yes. We have those moments, and oh my gosh, we see amazing examples of that all over social media right now. Thank goodness, and thank you all, and thank you universe, because that's part of the light. And equally vital and, and essential is those moments that the light simply looks like a little flicker. It looks like you making the choice to say, wow, this is scary crazy, and what did I know about this? Wow, what could I contribute to this? Wow, this is nuts, and I'm still here. I get to be a part of this. Maybe you could play with it that way, because that's equally as important of the light of you as the, sh the moments were shining like the sun. So there's no constant, my friends. There's no absolute in this. And that's where I think a lot of us get confused and frustrated. Shining your light in the middle of a shit show is not an absolute. It's not required. And when we're willing to choose it and just let that little flicker start, oh my gosh, the change that that makes is dynamic beyond what you could imagine. And that's what you hear at the, at the beginning of every commercial break here is within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Let that spark take hold, my friends. That's my invitation to you this week. If you want to play more, reach out. If you want to have some more conversation, I'm here. And in the meantime, come back next week. We're going to play more. And I adore you. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with